0: like over and over well, oh crap you're recording <laughs> sorry our,
1: you know you know how i do all right <laughs> it's been uh over a year like we're just gonna raw dog this it's <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: out of all the terms <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know what where, where
0: do you even start well um I like how everyone has been patiently waiting for us to come back and just nudging us over the last couple of years and we casually just say oh yeah uh 2 years later here we are yeah. <laughs> you're
1: welcome. I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with with it considering like one of the last uh podcasts we did was guess what everyone I have ADHD. <laughs> I know right?
0: <laughs> it's like the-, the most ADHD thing we could do. It's like yeah it's coming in 2 years later.
1: <laughs> It's going to be okay. It's going to be like, we're going to get on it. We're going to have all these episodes in the bag because we got planners. (laughs) Planners are everyone's anecdote for ADHD.
0: Did you know that all you have to do is have a schedule on your
1: phone and things will happen? Did you know
0: that? I didn't know that.
1: I mean, if I had only known, and uh, that's a fucking lie.
0: And also constant reminders by people totally
1: work. (laughs) That helps. I'm not going to lie. That does help. It is. What day is it? It's Sunday. Um, yeah. It's May... Hang on. It's May 22nd. It's May 22nd, 2022.
0: So, it has been over a year since our last episode. I think
1: our last episode was in March of 2021.
0: And it was... It's been a wild year. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I I can't believe it's been this long since our last recording. But also, it's gone by so quickly. And I feel like... Even with that year going by so quickly, I've aged forty years, Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> it's physically, mentally, I am
1: just—I'm ready for things to change a little bit. <laughs> i yeah, I'm with you. I feel—I uh, feel a lot more mature. Um, I don't know if that's medication or exhaustion. Poor K, no lowest dose. Exactly, yeah. I'm probably both. Um, by the way, uh, back by, you know, I'm not going to say popular, but decent demand, um, I'm Chels. Oh, I'm Claire. And this is Experience, a career and life stories podcast. Yay! <laughs> uh, we we were, did it! <laughs> we, we're still here. We still have life stories and... Now where there are many new careers. To- oh my gosh, so much! So many new career stories. So many new career stories in just a year, which is how we do. Um, but I, I'm. Let's. I live here now. Let's start there. We're in Massachusetts, and Chelsea is living in my house, which is exciting for me. I won. I did the thing. She won. She told me when she left. She's like, in five years, either I'm going to come back or you're going to be living with me out there. I did not believe her really deep roots in the Northwest. Didn't didn't really see myself moving over here. But uh, I arrived. We'll get there. We'll get there chronologically. I, I made some notes. Very rough notes to Look follow. Look at us.
0: Look at us doing this thing. Took,
1: planning. Took five minutes before we turned on the mics. Went through our Instagrams because that's how we track what happens in our life. And uh, made some quick notes, but in February I arrived on February seventeenth. Yes, and um, she picked me up at the airport, and I had about a quarter of what I owned. And and I said, I guess I live here here live here now. And she said, I win. Yep, because I did. <laughs> and we were also we win matching.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. After a year and a half apart we still show up wearing the same goddamn outfit. <laughs> but that's great. that's okay. I that's something that I will always embrace and uh, genuinely love when we show up to the same place wearing the same exact
1: outfit. I'm never upset. I'm never like one of us has to change. Yep. No. Um but uh so hey guys, so, first of all, thank you for binging us. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) I just stopped logging into Anchor, did the ADHD thing. Things changed. You you know, our schedules were, there was so much that happened in our lives, you guys. It wasn't just ADHD. It's easy to blame it on that. It's really funny to do. Um, but there, there was so many really big life things that happened to both of us that we had to let go of this for a while and just support each other as human beings and not try to um, create entertainment out of the trauma that we were experiencing. We'll do that now. Yeah, uh, and
0: honestly, it was it was so uh, fulfilling and encouraging to have all of you message us. Yeah. Uh, just when we least expected it, too, to, to have you reach out and say, Hey, when are new episodes coming out? Not because we want to pressure you or anything, but because we genuinely feel like this is a friendship we want to continue. Yeah. <laughs> That's so
1: cool. I mean keep in mind, put it put it in perspective. We recorded our first experience podcast episode in June of twenty twenty. And I remember the night that we were just so excited. We we recorded that day. I edited, I put it together, I I posted it, we made juleps we went out on the back porch we saw I saw fireflies for the first time in my life and in the middle of you know in the heart of of 2020 the pandemic and when things were really really hard we had each other and we made this little thing and we put it out in the world with no intentions just just to make a thing together in a really hard part of American history of our lives and and it continued to be a good thing and But, you know, we recorded that first episode way back then, and we don't know when you're going to listen to us. We don't know when you're taking a road trip and decide to binge us. We don't know where you are, what's going on. All we know is that we recorded this thing where we talked out our ass for an hour at a time (laughs) and put it on the internet. And randomly, we'll get messages from you guys saying, hey, I, I really related with that. Or I listened to you on this really long trip that I took, and I just feel like we're friends now. And that, you guys, is exactly the point
0: can I uh, interject just a fun story because I just got back from a road trip yeah and um we were in Utah and my friend turned to me and she goes do you think that Chelsea would enjoy being three-time bareback champion in Utah as we passed by a ranch that had bareback riding and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot you listened to the podcast. She's like, of course I listened to it. And we made at least five references to that during the road trip <laughs> because apparently that's what stuck with everyone. Miss three-time bareback champion.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm really glad that it came back later in life. I mean, it served me well at the time because that's a respectable position to hold. Yeah. <laughs> and see what you did there. Uh, yeah, you like that? Yep. Um but but I'm really glad that that it that serves everyone well. There are belt buckles, by the way. I I've been tempted to wear them randomly. Uh, cuz there's not one, there are 3. Maybe we can make
0: some merch with that. If not belt buckles, then at least pins. That yeah. People can wear
1: <laughs> I'm just saying I'm extremely qualified to Raw Dog a podcast being the three-time. <laughs>
0: there we go. Full circle. Bareback
1: champion. Now that we are full circle, let, let's let do a, a quick, that's a lie. Let's do a catch up on, on where the hell we have been and what we've been doing in the last year and two months. So 14 months since the last podcast. And to reference our last podcast, we talked about... um well, we were we were emotionally regressing a little bit. I was <laughs> uh, I I decided I was no longer going to be an adult. I was going to be a YouTube art vlogger. I was really getting back into my art. I was um, communicating with that community. I still I'm still there. Just so you know, that has not been given up on. Just a lot of things happened on top of that, but uh, Claire. You had just, yeah, I had actually just gotten my
0: real estate license and I practiced for about a month and a half and I still have my real estate license and I'm still practicing and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really fucking good at it, which I love. Um, But about a month and a half into it, um, I ended up having to fly out to California and I stayed there for about eight weeks and helped my mom take care of my grandma as she passed, um, away. So that was, you know, that was definitely an experience. And I have I think we can talk about that on another podcast right. because um, I don't think people realize what. What a, a huge endeavor dying in this country is, and if you do relate to that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, it was it was eight weeks of my life that I am so grateful to have had um, and it was very much a privilege getting to know my grandma during that time because I don't think I I had such a complicated relationship growing up she loved us so much um, but she she did the best she could with the tools she was given and so that eight weeks was such a cool opportunity to understand her better yeah so yeah, and I got back from that and kind of hit the ground running again. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that in a, a future episode because
1: I'm I'm still getting choked up thinking yeah. about it. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm sitting over here kind of tearing up.
0: Uh, well, you dealt with something very similar too. I mean, I think this pandemic that is still going on, still happening. <laughs> it's um a lot of us had have had to face death head on yeah whether it's with friends family personally you know whatever it's it's very close to your heart right now
1: yeah uh it's good and bad but ultimately it's life and it's death and there's no avoiding it and i i live my life in a way and i i think i kind of have to thank the autism for that where nobody wonders (laughs) what i'm thinking (laughs) nobody no not it is is there I'm not mysterious (laughs) at all um but I don't regret that because I've lost a lot of people last couple years yeah and I'm okay because all of them know that I love them because I say it all the time yeah and I mean it and there's no regrets. I don't regret that I didn't say something. Very rarely do I regret that I did. <laughs> but in it, it, and it's just for a minute. I'm like, "Bah, whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there, there's a lot of death. Um 8 weeks though, uh and we will talk about it in another podcast, but I just want to like say like a lot of you have commented on uh how special our friendship is and how lucky we are. And I just I want to take a minute to talk about why it's not luck. Because friendship, if you want something this close with somebody, you need to be willing to show them all of you.
0: Yes. I i think it's outside of really off-color poop jokes and burping all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which I did when she was... Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> At inappropriate times. Um, it, you do have to be able to... Really communicate well, um, even when it's uncomfortable, and even when you feel like the other person isn't going to like it. That's especially when you need to communicate it, because honesty and being able to share what is on your mind at any time. I feel like we're married, Chelsea. We are. We are. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things I love about my husband, is that we can communicate like that as well. But it it really is true with a friendship as well.
1: Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, and you... It's hard work. <laughs> you were in California, and it was hot as balls there. It um, was like
0: 115 every day.
1: But we talked all the time, and I was prepared going to that scenario. Now, we didn't know you were going to be there for eight weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I bought an open-ended ticket because I wasn't sure how long. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I was emotionally prepared to support you through that. And, and I was honored to support you through that i and a lot of things happened to me through that too it's it's heavy on both stories yeah some crazy (laughs) some crazy shit has happened you guys (laughs) It might turn into one of those podcasts. I don't care what this is anymore. The bottom line is y'all listen to it for whatever reason. You like it. You relate with us. And that's just the point. I'm tired mm-hmm. of trying to package this and make it into some special bullshit that people can find on Google searches. That's not who we are. Share us with your friends. Share us, you know, like you hear a story we tell, share, share it with someone that you think might relate to it in the moment. That's all. We're not going to make money off of this. We just do because we want to. We're here in this room right now recording because it's hot as balls outside in May already. And we had a day where we had no plans. We put, we put air conditioner units in the windows and we're like, let's just sit down and record something because people ask a lot now and we keep saying, yeah, we're going to. So here we are. But anyway, so eight weeks of supporting you through your grandmother's death. And then at that time, I had started working at a cafe on Main Street in my little town um, and making pennies on the dollar compared to what I was used to because I was like fuck off I'm going to become an artist I don't need money to live and if you take a look at my LinkedIn ever you'll see that I actually put in this COVID gap um, where it's called the COVID gap and um, you know it's like (laughs) that's
0: super smart though yeah I I think that's a good thing to pass on to people I forgot I
1: did that though so when um, my new employees at my new job like looked it up they I guess cracked up (laughs) <laughs> because I was like, yeah, existential angst in quarantine, freelance. Um, <laughs> of course. Of freelance. Course. I'll I'll have a meltdown for anyone if you pay me to. <laughs> um, I'll have Same. it if you don't pay Same. me. And then uh, while you were also, while you were in California, I had started getting really back, like... Really get into roller skating again.
0: <gasps> yeah, that was my favorite because you were like, I'll send you roller skates in California. Because if there's one thing California has, it's some nice, smooth black tops and subdivisions. So. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Mm, I'm tempted, but also it's 115 degrees out.
1: It's not going to happen. It was too hot for you there.
0: Although my favorite uh, routine that I had every day at around 5 o'clock, my mom and I would open a beer and walk around the cul-de-sac just in circles (laughs) trying to get exercise when everything was shaded. (laughs) It was great. Oh God, it was so hot. Yeah. You you had
1: a crazy heat
0: wave, too. Yeah, it was
1: 118 degrees for three days on the mountain where I lived. That's so nuts. That's, the, yeah, it's not okay. No, it was mass die-off of wildlife right there. Like, stuff is still not recovering. Stuff's still dying from that because it got sick from getting hit from that scorch. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but I'm trying to go chronologically. So, okay, so so... Yes. Eight weeks in California for you. Me just just doing art, working at a cafe, roller skating a lot. That's still going. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Mostly it was because my hamstrings needed exercise from me sitting so long. So like getting back to working in the cafe and running all the time, and then getting really active with the roller skates. Since the last time you guys heard from me, I've lost about seventy pounds.
0: Yeah, it's kind of wild the amount. I, I, I never really put much stock in weight as like a health kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because it's not, it's not related. But you looked, and. Like you felt, and I like that you you felt good and you look good in a way that um, was it came from you know it radiated and it was just really nice seeing that in you after a really shitty two years. <laughs> it's like you you got off the plane and you were like glowing in such a great way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still feel really good. I mean, I I want to be clear: losing weight was not my goal in any way. I just had a switch where so many people around me had died, lost their jobs, everyone was in existential crisis, financial crisis, and I just thought, I can die at any time. I might just die at any time. Fuck it. I'm just going to do what I want. What do I like? I like roller skating. I miss it. So I, I got some skates and went back to it, and I liked working at the cafe with my friends, and it didn't really matter how much money I was making because I tend to live really, really beneath my means anyway. I'm pretty you, frugal. You definitely
0: are frugal to uh, yeah. uh, almost debilitating. Sometimes a fault,
1: yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, some some sometimes I'm not embarrassed, but sometimes it can be a problem. Um, but I just, I just stopped, and I just started doing what I like, and, like, being back – Roller skating again, listening to the music that I like to listen to, falling on my ass and scraping myself up and connecting with the ground, both, you know, violently sometimes (laughs) with a fall or like getting back to gardening or doing art and and just doing the things I like and pretending like I was 19 years old was just probably the best thing I could have done at that point because it opened me up to be able to support so many other people in my life emotionally. Yeah. And I'm really glad I did that because it's – the momentum has maintained and it's kind of snowballed to some pretty amazing things. And it's not this isn't one of those like manifest your bullshit stories because I didn't manifest anything. I just stopped giving a fuck about what anyone else thought.
0: Well, and I think that's one of the good things that kind of has come out of the last couple years is that life is short. People are shitty sometimes. Live your best life and do what makes you happy because you only get one life you know it's it's not worth it to spend your time on shit that doesn't matter anymore whether it be with work your family your friends like you know move on and move up if you can and if you can't find the people who will support you in moving up
1: yeah don't just yeah stop wasting your time with people Who doubt you and who won't support you. Just bottom line. Yeah. We've all gotten so used to like acquiescing to people are like, that's stupid. Or like, why would you do that? Or that's not a smart decision.
0: Or molding yourself to what other people want as opposed to creating your own mold and becoming what you want to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when you, I guess when you just let go of that, just, just doesn't matter. You're, this is, okay, here we go. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Man, uh, I'm wearing fucking linen
0: pants right now. That's something I never thought I'd do, but it is hot as hell, and I'm sweating like a stack of pancakes, and I am embracing it. <laughs> it's happening. <Yep>. Linen pants.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. So yeah, just do what you love. I mean, that's so simple, but simple isn't always easy. Oh, you know what I heard the other
0: day? Sorry, tangent. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're not used to that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh. The phrase, blood is thicker than water.
1: Well, blood of the coven is thicker than water of the womb.
0: I had never heard that whole phrase before. Oh. I, I I heard it, and I was like... That makes way more sense, because it the way it said with blood is thicker than water is that your blood family is what is thicker than the family that you choose, but here it's the family you choose is thicker than the family you're born with. That's right. And I think that's been very prevalent in both my life and your life in the last couple years, and uh, I just wanted to shoot it out there as far as embracing what's around you, um, because yeah. it's meant a lot to me over the last year.
1: I mean, sure. giving yourself permission is is kind of the theme, I think, of of this one because mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast, this this yeah. episode, uh, yeah.
0: Give yourself permission to be happy.
1: I have a couple of trippy, like weed stories to to tell you guys. I ha- I got I'll, I got this um, and it relates to what we're talking about here. But my shift happened when um Robert brought home some weed, and I'm not quite sure where he got it, but um i i was home alone all day he was working he he shifted and went into kind of plumbing and stuff like that so he was gone like he'd leave at six in the morning i wouldn't know when i'd see him again so i came home from working at the cafe and got in the hot tub one day and smoked a bunch of this mystery weed and i had an experience <laughs> Is
0: this going to be a different kind of experience podcast now? yeah so
1: <laughs> it's great i hope you guys all try i i hope this happens to every one of you at some point um <laughs> Uh, I started hallucinating a little bit where, not a little bit, I'd full-on hallucinated that I was sitting in the hot tub with 16-year-old me.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember because the next day you're like, something something weird happened. Things got weird. <laughs> but in great. The hot tub. I'm like, great. do I
1: want to hear this? It's <laughs> <laughs> all by myself. Um, <laughs> and myself, um. Yeah, I, I get, there's a therapy exercise called the empty chair sec- exercise. I was going to say sex exercise. Um, the Different podcast. Em- the empty chair exercise where you're supposed to like sit in front of an empty chair and t- pretend like the person you need to tell all these things to is sitting in it. And I guess by default, in, in this instance, I hot tub time machined myself. <laughs> and uh, I, I just had a great visit with 16 year old me and it was so vivid you guys like this weed was so good there, <laughs> there had to be psilocybin of some kind in it because i was experiencing both points of view simultaneously like i was remembering things about my 16 year old body i was remembering like smells of 16 year old me's room and like i was like deep in nostalgia but also in the moment and it was it was nuts and i'm like I'm I, 16 year old me is asking me questions. I'm answering a, them. I'm like, you know what, dude? It's fine. You're going to be fu- You're so much fucking cooler than you even know. Like you have I know you have an idea right now. I know right now at 16 you've got an idea that like you're on to something, but no one else gets it. And I'm here to confirm with you that that is true.
0: 100 percent. You accurate. really
1: are on to something there and 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 stick with it you know like like that's going to make a difference. You're
0: cooler than you think you are. <laughs>
1: you know, I'm like, look, look at me. Look at me. I'm in I'm in my mid 30s. I'm in a hot tub. I'm smoking some weed. I'm happy. You marry a hot guy. He's nice. You, you get back into your art. It'd be nice if he never gave up on it, but I understand. I forgive you. And 16-year-old me is like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You know how mom and dad are." And she's like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, it's it was an amazing experience. I and it went on for like 2 hours. Yeah, and when Robert got home, I was sitting on the couch glowing, and I told him all about it. And he's like, "Where is that stuff? Did you smoke it all?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, I put it on the fridge. It's in a bag. It's special." <laughs> so um, that was I. That was like a real mental turning point for me. And maybe it was like a combination of mentally regressing or having a lot of time to think about that kind of stuff in the pandemic. Maybe it was switching course and getting really, really physical and reconnecting with my younger self. Maybe it was. Mushrooms, I don't know, but I don't regret any of it, and I kind of wish everyone would have that sort of experience where you get to reconnect with with your younger self, or in the very, very, very least, you get to sit in front of an empty chair and tell yourself things that you honestly believe. Um, it's really healing, and I I still feel like I uh I feel like I connect with sixteen year old Chelsea on a regular basis because I liked her yeah I liked her a lot and 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 she liked her Mm -hmm. but she had that beaten out of her for a while
0: I think we all hit that you know and it might be a good exercise to do for me um and figure out who I connected with most uh which I think yeah that's I I can't think off the top of my head the time where I liked me the most
1: oh that's a really good thing to think about yeah or you know, it doesn't have to be a time. I like myself now. Yeah, but,
0: but I do want to look back and kind of see, huh? Okay, when was I the most insecure and the most like not great and needed that extra boost? Um, yeah. Anyways, we can do a, a cool exercise about that. Yeah, think, this yeah. Week.
1: Let's uh, let's go get some stuff after let's the podcast. Get pocket. some good weed. Let's get some weed now. and soft serve. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, there's soft serve everywhere here. Okay, so moving on, we're into August august of 2021
0: i got to see my family for the first time in a year and a half and i cried a lot and it was really good they all came out to my house we found bedrooms for everybody (laughs) which uh that's why i got such a a giant old fixer-upper is because i wanted my whole family to be able to come out and visit if i was moving to the middle of nowhere the (laughs) gormleys
1: descend upon (laughs) the Berkshires.
0: Yes. And it was it was lovely although we were having a heat wave so that was not lovely. And there was because it was a super wet year. Um, there were just mosquitoes fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh God! And you you got, guys are like
1: mosquito candy. We
0: are. We are just the juiciest little morsels for those little fuckers. Um, so, but we still had a great time we went kayaking, we had family dinners every night. Everyone was assigned a night to cook dinner, and everyone
1: freaking brought it. How it was so many? Awesome. Just, just enlighten the audience. Let's go over how many people were here.
0: Okay, so um, it was my sister, my brother. And his wife, and my other brother, and his girlfriend, my mom, and my dad, Matt, and myself.
1: How many is that? I um, didn't
0: count. Oh, I think that's seven. I think I counted seven. Wait, Cause, wasn't? Because my sister didn't bring her husband oh. and kids. Oh, okay. So okay. it was it was the siblings and um, some significant others. So uh, yeah, no, it was really fun. It was, hold on, one, two, three, four, five six seven eight nine people staying
1: here that's a lot of people
0: it was but it was really fun i loved it so yeah that was august for me
1: okay august rolled around and uh my dad's best friend uh basically my uncle oh boy (laughs) it wasn't actually wasn't ready for uh he he went into hospice and um i was there with him while he passed um and then everything in my life changed.
0: Which is kind of what prompted a move out here.
1: Right. But right.
0: still, like, that all hit in one month on you. Yes. And it was, like, directly after I had finished up doing hospice <laughs> stuff. So it's like, all right, world's reverse. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this.
1: Yeah. But it, yeah, it's. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was like, okay, well, um, you know, a lot just. And I didn't have any, like, I had kind of, let's be honest, I'd just, like, given up on everything i didn't think i was gonna have a career i'm like i'm just gonna be poor and gonna be an artist because we have nothing left to lose at this point like
0: yeah and then it was like oh
1: wait there's more we can always lose more (laughs) yes never challenge worse um so uh you know robert and i trying to figure out what we were gonna do and he was really, really supportive of me, like, wanting to stay with my art because it was very clear to everybody in my life that I was, for the first time possibly ever, a happy person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, happy without an asterisk. Yeah. You know? Where where you could wake up and you would feel like you didn't
1: have to force yourself to be happy. Yeah. And I and, think a lot of that's medication. Well,
0: yeah. Um, but also being able to choose your happiness every day and not have it chosen for you. Yeah.
1: You know? And I didn't make any much, if any, I made just enough money to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And I was good with that. Yeah. But life changes. And, you know, Robert had to leave his job because talk about a career experience he got hired by a by a Russian operation that you know misled him to think that he was going to have a plumbing apprenticeship and it turns out they were totally illegitimate and they were (laughs) using him for a liability fall and when I started suspecting man and I looked into it and sure enough like the owner of the company like he had like 400 collapsed LLCs (laughs) and like yeah, he didn't have a he didn't even have a plumbing license. In fact, he had he wasn't able to get a plumbing license because he'd been caught so many times doing plumbing without a license and yeah. it was a real bad situation. So he my husband had to leave that job kind of like immediately. Abruptly. Yeah. He he had to leave a bad situation and then all of a sudden we lost our main source of income and he was was exhausted because they had run him into the ground. They had worked him into the ground and hadn't paid him nearly what he was worth and so he just kind of ended up not doing anything for a few months which was not easy and I finally got to a point where I was like okay we're gonna have to move soon we don't know where we're gonna go we cannot afford anything in this area there's nothing on the market in that area under three hundred and twenty thousand dollars and we're talking like what is three hundred twenty thousand dollars like it's a shack on shack. the side of the
0: road yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um and it's just getting more expensive and interest interest rates were going to go up. And um, beyond that, like, the job market's stupid uh, out there, at least. I mean, kind of everywhere. But you hear things. You hear, like, oh, there's all these jobs to be had. Yet, where are they?
0: Well, I think the jobs to be had, um, the ones that are – are most abundant right now are in the service industry but nobody wants to pay yeah in the service you industry, you can't pay
1: you cannot live on what you make in the service industry and beyond that it's kind of like anti-living like you don't make anything and you get to endure the consistent abuse Every day when you work in the service industry, because I tell you people, it's a special kind of person that goes out to eat regularly during a pandemic.
0: Well, and also um, there's this double kind of sided issue with it where during the pandemic, they everyone was telling service industry people, oh, you got to pivot and you have to move on to something else. You need to work somewhere else if you can't have a job here. And they did. And they did. All of them went and got other jobs. Not all of them. I can't. Speaking. A lot of them. Yeah. But Or so they die. Yeah. And and then people are like, Well, where are all the people? Nobody wants to work in the service industry anymore. And it's like, Yeah, we don't. We moved up like you told us to. And you can't be upset about that. Like have your kid go work somewhere you go work somewhere like yeah but they won't because they look at it as lower or less than work and it really isn't it is
1: it's not hard unskilled hard labor, labor. Yeah. let's be on. okay yeah so yeah i'm working at that cafe i start feeling a weird pressure mm-hmm. physical pressure realize i think i have a prolapse oh yeah Yeah. Your medical issues. We didn't even get on. I forgot about all that. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a whole other podcast. Good Lord.
1: So working in the service industry with a pretty severe medical issue, like I felt at that point, because I was working a lot more because Robert was no longer working. The art went out the window at that point because I was working a lot. And that is a really. Physically taxing. You're just job.
0: exhausted before you even go into the job because you're still recovering from the day before.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. So yeah, some big medical issues for me mm-hmm. solved now. Yay, we're good. We're good. But it was a struggle. It was the American struggle. That whole process. Well, I guess we'll go into that another time. But I'm sure y'all can guess exactly what that is, mm-hmm. um, and how that was.
0: And then the holidays kind of came around. I had a really quiet holiday season this year, just again, because COVID and we really like did not socialize anywhere where Mm -hmm. I couldn't wear a mask and we didn't like having people over unless um, they were vaccinated or masked or we would go outside or whatever, because you still need interaction with people. You still need to be able to talk and see and, you know, interact in any way for your own mental health mm-hmm. um, but it was it was still very guarded so um, yeah holidays for me were pretty chill and then um, I did have a kind of a a work situation that was slowly blowing up but that happened in the new year where i was able to use all my hmm. my tools and skills to tell a narcissist boss to kindly fuck off and walk away from a job and get a new one so well
1: because your boss was a narcissist you didn't tell her to fuck off oh, you no, did exactly yeah. what you're supposed to do when dealing Grey with a narcissist. rock
0: that shit Grey yeah. Rock it, and and you don't give any excuses. You nope. don't blame them for anything. You you use something that has absolutely nothing to do with them in any way that they can't take personally. And you just say, this is the reason. It's just not working out. It's me, not you. And you then block any way for them to communicate with you.
1: All contact. <laughs>
0: yep. And uh, it's... <laughs> I was able to land on my feet, and I'm doing way better in my in my job now um, because I don't have that toxicity. Uh, really, just ugh, God, it's so toxic. Um, it, and in the real estate world in general, it can be really toxic. But you can choose who you want to interact with to a certain degree, and choose your reactions to how you deal with people. And when you do that and you choose kindness and choose professionalism, you get pretty far in it. Um, mm-hmm. It goes both ways, but I, I choose to be
1: kind and just kind of enjoy what I'm doing. <laughs> it it could not have worked out better for you. I know I know that you were like really worried about that, but mm-hmm. that's like one of those times, you know, because you supported me through things like that too. Yeah. And it's like, I promise you, you're doing this exactly the right way. And it's going to work out for you. And for everyone listening, I'm just going to summarize this. Claire had started suspecting her boss was a narcissist. She started documenting all of the abusive and toxic the and lies, sometimes illegal things that she was doing.
0: The lies, the illegal and unethical behavior. Yeah. It was really, really bad.
1: Yep. Yeah. And um, when she was ready to go, like when or when she couldn't take anymore it's like you you gotta leave dude and she knew she's like but i just don't know like this is like a really prestigious place in this area and i'm like they she's going to bury herself because chances are if she's doing it to you and so nonchalantly she's doing it to everybody else too and claire started an exodus she left she just like finally just was done and quietly like just sent an email said you know based not even based, just in a thread where this narcissistic person was um, threatening Claire, basically.
0: Oh yeah, uh, and the threats kept
1: coming. Like it, it, it didn't just stop cold turkey. I just stopped answering. Yeah, and it was great. And she finally responded with, "I resign, effective immediately." Yeah, and that's it. All done. And within three days, you had three job offers from the three firms you wanted to move to.
0: Yeah, it was pretty awesome.
1: So she had her pick like the three like the three dream places in the area and she picked the one that she wanted with. And guess what, you guys? She's kicking ass. <laughs>
0: I'm like constantly busy, which is another reason why this podcast has been put off, because I feel like I've been working every day. You have not Since been. like January. But um, it's been really good. I mean, lots of good things have come from it. Uh, I think my first, it, I think it really took off um, after you got here, actually, which was really exciting, um, because I kind of had a month to settle in. And then, um, yeah, you got here. My work started taking off. You got a crazy cool job, um, yeah. which maybe you want to talk about a little bit. You yeah. don't have to go into what exactly or where you're I working. think they would
1: love if I did, but I'm going to hold off for now. I'm going <laughs> to hold off on the name and the place for now, but I think that they would actually probably be excited if I did talk about it, which is a shift in work, I tell you guys.
0: Yeah. You you have a really cool team you're working with. Yeah. I mean, every team has issues, but it mm-hmm. feels like you have a really great communicative group of people who are supporting each other and getting back into a workplace where they feel they can be open and honest and do their best too and and feel like they're it's worth it to do their best. Yeah.
1: So I think uh yeah, getting us up to this point um you know, it became clear to me that I, as much as I hated the idea of it, my hiatus of I have no actual responsibilities came to an end uh, during the holidays, and I needed to figure out something uh, for me and Robert because he just wasn't finding work either, because he didn't want to at some at one point, and also because it just wasn't coming to him when it was needed. Um, I was like, well. Begrudgingly, I guess I will just go back into marketing because it's a skill that I have and it's something I can fall back on. And I started looking in Claire's area because I knew based on how expensive everything was in the Northwest area, based on how violent it is because I got assaulted last summer. We didn't even talk about that. Um, yeah. How um, just insane it is. And also the thing that's close to my heart is, you know, the the area is sick. Um, The ground hasn't frozen in three years out there. There's real eco disruption happening and I can't bear to watch it burn and rot away at this point. So I just had to get out of there. Um, So I started looking in this area and it's that adage of like, you know, when things are supposed to happen, they happen easily. And I saw a job listed just online. I sent an email. Okay, here's the thing. I, I feel like I'm special, you know? I never really apply online. I find job listings and then I research the company and then I find out who's doing the hiring. And then I send that personal an email, like a personal email where I'm like, hey, how's it going? Saw you're hiring. Here's my resume attached to this email. Here's a little bit about me. Give me a call if you're interested. I just, because I know that like you, you all of the online um, applications kind of go into a pool and then like yeah. people like you know so they don't look at them every day or they get
0: buried they and- get
1: buried and I'm like I'm just better than that let's just be honest like <laughs> you should have that confidence darn it yeah so I I sent an email to the the uh, person hiring and she called me that day <laughs> which was shocking and the funny thing about Alyssa and I know that we're going to talk about it at some point she is Claire and I probably 40 years from now
0: oh absolutely yeah
1: yeah she's very much a she made it happen she has built a legacy uh she's my new boss i love her (laughs) she's great she loves me she loves claire (laughs) um she's been over to this house yeah i've been over to her house uh anyway we we started talking and it wasn't unlike this podcast, just our real quick back and forth, oh, here's, you know, and then, um, and I had five interviews. So I had two interviews with her and then I had an interview with the team that I, were like the top parts of the team. I have a huge team, but the, the top parts of the, the huge team I'd be managing, I interviewed with them Then I interviewed with like all of the, um directors and then I interviewed with the board of trustees and then I came here in February to interview with everyone else yeah and was offered the job and I was like well I don't have anything else going on
0: it was like five rounds of interviews easily yeah 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 but super cool really fun and you got the job and then you moved out here shortly after like you you went from zero to moved in like a month Yeah, yeah, I came out here,
1: yeah, February 17th I landed, February 18th I came in, they offered me the job that day, so technically started that day, was out here for a week, went back home, worked from the West Coast at this company for a month Mm -hmm. while I... Got everything together and packed. wrapped up with the cafe and helped all of my friends, you know, wrapped up all of the stuff I was helping with them with out there and started packing and all of that. And
0: you brought bonus people out here. <laughs> we have more people moving. Yes. Which is exciting. Yeah. I have, have somebody living in the treehouse right now. So yes, I brought a uh, uh, quick note. The treehouse is my third floor attic room. Yeah. <laughs> Not
1: a treehouse outside, which would be cool as hell. But no. Yeah, we brought um, Kayla, who is, uh, she was my room- my husband's roommate when we started dating, but now she's just kind of like our adopted little sister. And she's awesome. She's amazing. Love her. Um, she was there when I got the initial job offer to come out, and um, she heard my boss on the phone, and when I hung up, she was like, will you take me with you? <laughs> and I didn't even ask Robert. I just said, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, uh, because I couldn't leave her there. So- yeah, it and then and then I came back March 29th, and dude, like from. Yeah, like you just
0: hit the ground running. We, well,
1: we're together now is the thing, and yeah. shit's just happening the way it does it's when we're done. together.
0: Well, my favorite thing is uh, the housing market here is different than the yes. Northwest. Yeah, definitely. so there's still a lot of really cool affordable homes, um, especially for first time home buyers. And Chelsea was like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm not going to get into house. I'm going to be living with you forever. I'm like, uh, there's worse things. Um, but <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I'm going to make this commitment to you. You will be in a house that you own by the end of June. And she's like, you're full of shit, Claire. <laughs> I laughed
1: in her face in the airport.
0: And what day are we closing on your first house? June 1st, 2022. Hell Yeah. So um I'm very excited for that. And I think that catches us all up. Here we are. I know.
1: Look at us. Look Woo! at us. Cheers. Cheers. Our water because we're Our over water 30. Because we're old and it's hot. Here we go. Mm. Oh, that's water. crisp. Yeah, I don't drink anymore. So crisp. There's some news for you. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> it's not because I chose it, it's because I can't. <laughs> uh 38. It's gonna be a good year. <laughs> yeah, you turn 38 in a few um, weeks.
0: Yeah, in like three weeks. Yeah, very exciting. It's yeah. ge- it's Gemini season.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, you dip your toe, you dip your toe in the pool of the next age bracket for me, and you give me a heads up because I turn 38 in October. I
0: will. I will. There's um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year. Um, so yeah, now we're we're gonna um hopefully do recording uh as we can and uh, get you guys some more content. Uh, We have ideas of what we want to talk about, um, but we'd like to hear what you want to talk about, too, because, I mean, the number one feedback we got was that it's like sitting down and talking to our friends. Yeah. So if you have things you would like us to talk about and put out there and, you know, share... We would love to do that. We love doing our Sunday service. That was mm. all your guys' work stories about the service industry. Because we have tons.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a lot more now. I have a solid year of more cafe service in a pandemic under my belt. I am like, I got plenty, but it I is, want to hear from you guys. It is
0: fresh. It is it's It good. is some, some hot tea to spill. Oh, so. gosh.
1: I don't know how you guys are. Most of you know us. Just send us a text or something. I know, right? I took the website down. I didn't want to pay for it while I was yeah broke um
0: but you can get a hold of us on instagram oh
1: yeah that's still happening
0: um yeah and just you know
1: yeah send us a message a text or whatever at um xp underscore show on instagram that's we're still there i think we're gonna Mm -hmm. post about this there um yeah that that's a really good spot or yeah oh there's no voice options on instagram yet right
0: no but no. we can we can create a link if we we need to make
1: i'll make happen. something happen i have money obviously now obviously we're super professional about this but you're our
0: friends we would love to hear from you and it doesn't matter how let's make it happen
1: yeah and uh i think with that we're minutes, 50 minutes okay we are gonna go get some soft sir well, i'm gonna go get some you want to come i want to
0: get some strawberry ice cream from Hylon. okay yeah
1: all right let's go do that we will talk to you guys soon and hey uh, thanks for sticking around. Hope you're still alive. And uh, we love you. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I love you too.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I you were looking at me, and I'm like, I felt that. No, that was for
1: our audience. Okay. They know that we love each other. <laughs> they know. All right. They know. <laughs> See you guys soon. Bye.